Welcome to the Girls Who Run the World podcast, where we're bringing you inspiring guests who are leaders in their industries. We'll be tackling topics from education and empowerment to diversity and inclusion. Together, let's learn from these incredible women. This podcast is brought to you by Our Gorongoza. We create specialty coffee with 100% of profits supporting people, wildlife, and the planet in Gorongoza National Park, Mozambique. Girls' education is one of our biggest priorities because we know girls have the power to change the world. Just like Beyonce said, who runs the world? Girls! Hello, and welcome back to the Girls Who Run the World podcast. My name is Emily, and I am your host. And I'm so excited to be bringing you episode 15 today, featuring Michaela Keeley. So Michaela is the PR and marketing coordinator at Argorangosa and is a semi-recent graduate of university. So we are going to be talking about how to transition from university into your career and a little bit more about her journey with marketing. So let's get to it and welcome Michaela. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Okay, so we're going <laughs> to jump right on in and I want to know what are you most grateful for? Well, I think overall I'm grateful for my family and my friends and my job, like the typical things I would expect. But the small thing that I'm extra grateful for at the moment is just the perfect weather, the ability to wake up every day and watch the sunrise and have it be a nice temp all around to go on a walk whenever I want. (laughs) So I'm really grateful for that this month. Mm, Beautiful. Um, Michaela is in Boise. So if anyone's listening and thinking, that's not what it's like for me. (laughs) That's what it's like there. Yeah, true. (laughs) What inspires you daily? I think that the people I surround myself with at this moment inspire me a lot. And I would say that that goes for me on a professional level and a personal level. I think that every person around me brings some sort of skill or asset that I really admire in them. And I feel like I would love to be able to exemplify that as well. So they really motivate me to get creative every week. (laughs) I love that. And they do say you're kind of the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. And I couldn't believe in that more because you think about you only have limited time every single day. And so the people you're interacting with have a huge impact. Yes, for sure. What advice would you give to your younger self if she would listen? I think that something that I really wish I would have recognized when I was younger is if there are more negatives than positives to a scenario, then you probably should really be aware of that and um, tap into it. Because I think for a really long time when I was younger, I was pushed to potentially go into a career or do things I didn't necessarily enjoy because I was told it was what I was good at and I should do it. And I really just wanted to play in the dirt and do crafts all day. And (laughs) so I think that the younger that you can accept that and try to push yourself into your strengths, then the easier it's going to be for you and the more you're going to enjoy your life. Mm, Love that. What's one mantra that you like to live your life by? I think for me, focus on the steps in front of you, not the whole staircase is a really good mantra. I think that it's really easy, especially in an age where everything is so instant with digital media, um, to get wrapped up and go, I need this instantly, or I want to be this instantly. And having the ability to really just go one step at a time 
and take a look back at what you're doing is something that takes a very strong amount of effort, but it is very beneficial for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Patience was never a strong suit of mine. So this, this really resonates with me. I think I was always very impatient. Like I always yes. thought, and back to your other point about shoulds, I was impatient because I thought I should be at this point in my life or I should be at this point in my career. And really that's all just a wash. So, <laughs> Yep. It's so true. And then you wasted all that time. <laughs> Absolutely. Who or what has been your biggest teacher so far in your life? Well, I think that overall my mistakes have been my biggest teacher. So my biggest failures have really been my <laughs> biggest lesson givers to me. Um, everything that has resulted in something where I felt upset about the end result has ultimately made me a much stronger person or stronger in different areas. And I'm very grateful for that. And luckily I've had a lot of inspiring women around me who have taught me that it's okay to fall hard sometimes. And if you get back up and push through, that's really what makes you a better person. Yes, absolutely. There's no growth without mistakes. That's the thing. So if you want to be a stagnant human being, then great. Don't worry about failing ever. But I love what you said about those were also your kind of biggest wins in the end because Mm -hmm. I really believe that. And I think that's one of the kind of interesting but most beautiful dichotomies in the human experience. And I was actually listening to a podcast recently featuring a happiness researcher. And she was talking about how when she interviews interviews people for research – when they say what was the best part of your year and what was the worst part of your year, it's often the same thing, which is what I think is really fascinating because you'll, you'll say something like, and for me, I can attest to it because you know, one of the recent big life changes was I had a baby and that was at once in a way, the worst thing and also the Mm -hmm. best thing. So it's a really interesting dichotomy. Yeah, that's awesome. I totally agree. So Michaela, I wanted to help kind of situate the listeners and give people an idea about you and what was your early life like? Where did you grow up? What kind of things did you like to do? Give us, give us the scene here. Yeah, well, as you said, I'm in Boise. Um, I grew up here. I spent a lot of time outdoors. And I really hate to say that anyone's necessarily born to do something, but I will say If I had to say I was born to do something, it's probably marketing. I remember being in fifth grade and watching Shark Tank for fun and (laughs) imagining what it could be like to be an entrepreneur. And I, you know, started a business in fifth grade selling spoon people. (laughs) So it's funny, like sometimes things that you do when you're a kid end up resulting in things you do as an adult, but not always. Yeah. So I think that I was really encouraged to be creative as a kid and was really free in that sense. And I have my parents to thank for that. And I think that it resulted in who I am today. Mm, I love that. Boise definitely seems like a bit of an outdoor kind of paradise. It is. And I'd love to hear what kinds of activities did you do? Yeah, we would fish, hike, camp. I was really lucky to have the inspiration of nature around me from a really young age because we grew up with a family cabin. And I was able to play outside a lot up there and really absorb all of that. And I don't think everyone is that lucky. And so I think that that formed me a lot. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, absolutely. It's always nice when kids are given the opportunity to get a little dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah. So I'd love to chat a little bit about your journey into your career. So how did you get started in marketing? And we kind of heard that this has been something that was almost bubbling within you from a young age. But I guess when was that moment where you realized that that was going to be a career choice for you? And how did you get started? Yeah, I think that I pushed myself really hard when I initially went to college to go into um, medical field because I was told I could and I should. Mm -hmm. And I think that initially that was really where I was pushing myself. And then I recognized pretty rapidly that it was not going to be a good fit and I was not going to enjoy it. And from there, it really became a lot of self-exploration and trying to define what I wanted to do because I had always recognized creativity as something that was a hobby and I couldn't make money in it mm-hmm. or I was too scared to jump in to make money in it. And so for me, it really didn't even come until about a year and a half before I graduated. I switched my degree and went for it and I went, okay, if I fall on my face, then I'll figure something out. But if not, then at least I'm going for it, which in hindsight was a very smart decision, but it definitely took me a really long time to get there. But that's okay. Back to the back to the patience. And it's funny because right. it's all about perspective too, because I look at you and I'm like, you have your entire career ahead of you. This is a this mm-hmm. is great timing. Some people don't find their, you know, career love until they're in their sixties, which is great too. So basically you're ahead of the game is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and tell the listeners, how did you come across Argo and Goza and what kind of attracted you to working for the company? Yeah. So one thing that I really wanted when I was majoring in marketing and going into the field was I didn't want to end up working somewhere that I didn't align with in my values. And that was a huge deterrent for me as in, I didn't even want to work in marketing if I didn't feel like my values were aligned with. And I happened to do an internship with a nonprofit working in children's education. And ultimately I got extremely lucky and someone stumbled upon me on LinkedIn and connected me with all of the awesome people at OG. And then it began, but I feel very fortunate to have ended up where I am because it doesn't feel real very much of the time. And then it's really awesome to, to be able to go to work every day and do what I love, but also do it for something that I feel very passionate about. Mm -hmm. Definitely. That's like, that's what you want. That's the goal here. Yeah. So speaking of marketing, I want to hear about what do you love most about it? So we touched on the creativity aspect, which I'm sure is a big part of why you love marketing. Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear what else you love about working in this field. Yeah, I think that it's a really diverse field. So I think that what's so amazing about marketing is you can find a specific niche or be more generalized and you have the ability to go into the creative side. If you like to be more strategic, you can go into the strategic side. And I think that that versatility makes it very appealing and it allows you to find where your strengths are and push into it further. And, you know, it's kind of funny because when people ask me what I do, I frequently tell them, oh, I do arts and crafts for a living. But marketing is so much more than that. And it's such an amazing field to be a part of. And when you have leaders and mentors around you that are very talented and can help push you in the right direction, it's amazing what you can accomplish and learn. Mm, Love that. So as I kind of mentioned, I think I called it university. Sorry, I'm Canadian. But uh, (laughs) so for, for those listening that are potentially 
going to be recent grads themselves of college, or even maybe they're just looking to break into the industry, like a new industry for themselves, or anyone listening who maybe has like son or daughter who is also going to be graduating college soon. I'd love to hear for you. What is some advice that you would give to those people to land a great marketing job? Yeah, I think that this goes for a lot of industries, but don't let rejection make you quit. Let it fuel you. And I think that it's really hard, especially as a recent graduate or someone trying to break into an industry, because when you apply for 30 jobs and you don't hear anything, that's very disheartening. And then it can feel very difficult. But if you really want something, you can achieve it and you just have to dig your heels in. And the more that you are willing to accept that and recognize how you can take a positive out of the negative, then eventually you're going to get where you want to be. That's such a great outlook for such a (laughs) young woman, I tell (laughs) you. Well, this has been great. I've loved hearing your perspective on how you can kind of break into an industry and you just have such a beautiful view on really life itself. And I really appreciate your perspective on taking risks. And because I think that seems like it's been a bit of a theme in your life so far is like taking these risks when Mm -hmm. maybe it doesn't seem like the safest option. So I'd really like to acknowledge you for that. And thank thank you. you. (laughs) Thank you. My pleasure. Okay, we're going to get into the rapid fire round. Name a book that's changed your life. So there's a little bit of profanity in the title, but um, by yourself, the bleep lilies. It is written by the vice president at Comedy Central, and she kind of gives a very interesting perspective on growing growing pains in your 20s. And I think that Mm. it's been very valuable for me as an individual in my young 20s. So... (laughs) Okay. I love it. I haven't read it. So I'm going to add it to my list. This is like, this is like my partly selfish question is I'm like quite a reader and I just love hearing new book recommendations. Yeah, you should get a new book. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Where is your favorite place you've traveled? This is such a difficult question for me because I think that there's different things about everywhere I've been that I really enjoyed, but I spent a lot of time in Alicante, Spain, which is on the Mediterranean. And I really enjoyed my time there because I was able to truly experience the cultural differences and appreciate that and understand what it's like to live somewhere else. Mm, Beautiful. Mm -hmm. I'm going to add that place to my list now. (laughs) My lists grow. I love it. (laughs) Never ending list. Yeah. What are you most excited for this year? Oh, so many things. I mean, besides doing outdoor things like skiing and everything coming up, as far as personal growth goes, I'm really excited to continue developing in my career and learning. And I'm really excited to continue growing the coffee community, especially within our Garangosa and continuing to educate and build relationships with different people and just really diving into everything that life has to offer after college, honestly. (laughs) I love that. So positive. What's a lesson that you've learned recently? So sort of circling back to what you were saying about patience, but um, (laughs) (laughs) something that I actively continue to try and reach is acceptance with waiting for things Mm -hmm. sometimes and acceptance with letting things go a little Uh bit. And recognizing that some things just take time and you have to wait and things ebb and flow. 
So that's something I'm actively working on. Mm, Yeah. Love it. Okay. Last question here. Name a woman who inspires you. Well, I think my mom inspires me. (laughs) She just raised us really well and always encouraged me to be who I wanted to be. And I just really appreciate that. But some women that inspire me most recently would be um, Gabby and Michelle. They go to school at Boise State and they've been featured on our social pages. But they're from Garangosa and they're the same age as me. And I just can't believe how many obstacles they've overcome and just how amazing of a representation they give for women and how strong and how hard stuff can be and how you can overcome it and just really take life and make it what you want it to be. So, yeah. Yes. The resilience and the grit is just like next level. Agree. It really is. Well, this has been so good. Thank you so much for sharing your story and being here. And we can't wait to see all the listeners or see them not really virtually on the next one. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into the Girls Who Run the World podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend who would love it. Leave us a five-star review and hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. To learn more about Our Gorongosa, head over to OurGorongosa.com and find us on social at OurGorongosa. 